This is my alter ego. Um, imagine this is what your face looked like. For my, my audio listeners, I have one of those masks from like Dollarama that are like someone's face, but you put it on your face and it's face mask. Just thought it'd be a funny way to start the episode. Get some chuckles, get the giggles out. <laughs> the way people would like, or like teachers or like people would just be like, we need to get the giggles out everyone. Like that was a thing. Like, like people just have a stored reserve of giggles. We're not ranting about that today. Like, come on. We have better things to talk about. Um, Those better things being, uh, I'm leaving for the airport to go to London in an hour. I have never been. British people, I don't know if they're real, but I'm going to find out and I will report back to you all. I know a lot of y'all are like faking British accents. There's a lot of fake British people out there. I'm going to finally figure out once and for all if they are real. And I'm very excited. Uh, also, just excited to see Harry Potter land. Um, see, I, I've always fantasized about London, kind of, I think. It's always been a place of immense wonder for me. So I'm very excited to go. I'm going with my friend Duncan. Duncan, you not. And uh, that's not what we're talking about today, though. Today, we are talking about... Uh, <sighs> This is something that has been boiling in my blood for a while now. And it's something that never used to get me upset or titted off. Um, and that's gatekeeping. Okay, so. <sighs> Sorry, I need to just be tactile and like hit things for a second. Um, I... Oh, this is going to be very... Ew, how do I say this without sounding like a literal stupid bumhole loser? Um, I have interests that aren't always the most popular. For example, I like a lot of smaller artists. And I know there's the whole meme being like, Oh, you're so different. You're such a pick-me. You listen to the indie... No. I... In general, I don't like pop music. And it's, you might think, oh, like you would just hate things that are popular. It's very much just the genre of music that sounds like pop. Think Katy Perry, think Lady Gaga, think Olivia Rodrigo. See, I don't want to say like new names because there's very much active fan bases of like Olivia Rodrigo fans that will come to my house and bomb it. So just like, you you know, when I say pop music, you know, you like you can hear it in your ears. Like you get a sense of it. But my my music tastes are much more sophisticated. No, my music that I like, I I like all sorts of stuff. I will listen to country one day and then rap the next, and then um, Mac DeMarco the next. Like, not saying that Mac DeMarco is even indie. Like, he literally has like twenty million streams on Spotify every single month. Like, no, I'm trying to say here, but. Regardless, I have a lot of interests, a lot of movies that I like, a lot of TV shows that I like, a lot of songs and artists that I like, and games that I like, that were once so dear and special to me. They were very small, and then all of a sudden, they become popular. Let's throw it back to Minecraft. I'm not going to sit here and say Minecraft is an 
underground indie game. However, when I started playing Minecraft, I was like 12 years old, 12 or 13. Very few people were on the Minecraft grind, and I got bullied for it. And this is the... <sighs> this is like the 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 baseline of where I feel like gatekeeping comes from. You know, most people won't be mad when like someone they stand blows up as long as like they're not forget it, forgotten that they were in the trenches. They were there first, getting bullied for it before everyone liked it. This is a very common thing with K-pop. Um I had like a cousin that was a huge K-pop fan when I was like really really young and she would always I I think I made fun of her too. I think I made fun of her. And, like, it was just, in general, like, people just kind of, like, saw K-pop, and it was, like, very different, and they, like, would make jokes about it. And, like, it was so different from the music you would hear on the radio here. So it'd be like, what are, like, you're, why are you listening to music that we don't know what they're saying? But now, but now you could ask, so you could ask the average person's mom, who is Blackpink, and be like, oh, <laughs> duh, I know who Blackpink is, Rosé. Lisa, um, I don't know about that. Ooh, this is really embarrassing. Jisoo, there's one more. I can't, I can't think of the other one. I can't, I don't know. Jenny, 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 Jenny. Literally saw her at Coachella. She was standing eight feet away from me. Anyways, so that is kind of the frustration I felt with Minecraft. When I first played, when it was very much in its infancy, no one played it. No one really knew what it was. Whereas now, if you are like a 12-year-old, everyone, everyone knows what Minecraft is, okay? Like, it, it, so I have witnessed like the entire trajectory of Minecraft popularity, okay? I remember when people started first making YouTube videos about it. Then there was a whole huge channels about Minecraft. Then I stuck through when it was completely dead from like 20... 17 to like 2020 when it was cringe again oh i stuck through it i stayed having minecraft bed sheets on my bed i stayed having a minecraft pickaxe on my wall and then it became popular again suddenly there's a whole new wave of minecraft youtubers you know we've got your dreams um your tommy in it you know what i'm saying it became popular again. And I never, I never was gatekeepy or I was never like, oh, I was there first. But I wanted to because it very much is an annoying thing when you are a fan of something very early on and then it blows up and then everyone loves it. But you don't want to be the person who's like, oh, I was a fan since blah, blah, blah. I remember when Minecraft didn't even have a hunger bar. You didn't even, you only ate food to replenish your health. Like, you won't see me walking around saying that. But I want to. God, it's annoying. Um, so that, that's, that's kind of where the concept of gatekeeping comes from. Kind of preventing that from happening. I have a lot of mixed feelings on this because, first of all, it's a very selfish thing to do. Let's put it that way. And you see some fan bases that are very gatekeepy. Um, I want to say, I don't know if this counts. I feel I've seen a lot of like gatekeeping within the Phoebe Bridgers community, but that clearly didn't work because now she's a very huge artist. Was at the Met Gala, did freaking Coachella. Like she's very big. But 
I remember when she was first, um, like early on, she was very much gatekept. You see it a lot with um, kind of smaller rappers that are a little bit underground. Uh, like Yeet is an example. Um, people try to play or gatekeep Playboy Cardi. I don't understand why. He's literally already huge. But it's almost like people don't want to see the fan base of their favorite artist get diluted because then all of a sudden you have all these new people in and it's harder to, you don't have as much of a community, I guess might be some of the fear that people feel, which leads them to gatekeep. So on one hand, it is very selfish. Like for, first of all, like if you truly like that artist or that person or whatever, that movie, the TV show, you would want it to be more successful if you truly cared about it. So you would want more people to see it and you'd want to spread the word. But it's very much not the case a lot of the time. Because Could you say that again? I go without, I go Apple Watchless for almost a month. And the day, the day I put it back on, it does this. That's so great. That's so great. I'm going to throw it in the fire. Um, so you might be wondering, Ben, have you ever gate kept anything? Now, I'm in a position where I'm not – how do I say it? I'm not like – like my videos on YouTube and stuff is very much not niche. Like I guess like sometimes I play Roblox, which might only be entertaining to Roblox players. Things like that. That might be a little bit niche. But overall, my videos aren't like specific to a certain group of people. I feel like they – they just get around <laughs> like no one is no one is gatekeeping me no one is gatekeeping my videos i i would lay money on it i would bet like a hundred dollars that no one has ever gatekept my videos like no one's ever played it on like their ipad and someone's like what's this first of all i doubt anyone's ever saw my videos from like a farm like oh what's that that looks entertaining no <laughs> uh, but i doubt anyone's ever been like oh what's this and then someone doesn't say oh it's been of the week they're like oh you wouldn't get it <laughs> <laughs> that is that has never happened. So, also not trying to say like I'm so popular I couldn't possibly be gatekept. No, although I am thankful for for all three point two million of y'all. How does that make any sense? How does that make any sense? Genuinely, I don't understand. I <laughs> y'all, if you, if you have listened to this podcast before and seen my videos, like you know. Never thought I was going to make it like 10,000 subscribers, but here we are. It makes no sense. I am so grateful for all of y'all. We're almost at 100K on this channel. So if you haven't subscribed, hit that button. I want another. I, I, it would be cool to have another plaque. Anywho. So b back to what I was saying. Wow, we are on some thought trains today. I don't gatekeep for the most part. I like to share my music tastes, my movie tastes, my TV tastes, even when they're a little bit more off the beaten path, I still like to put them on my Instagram story because I think even if a large portion of the people, for example, um, I saw this movie called, um, oh, what, what movie do I want to use an example? It was called The Worst Person in the World. It is this Norwegian language movie that I loved. And it was very popular on, like, Letterboxd and, like, film Twitter and all that stuff. Now, this is very much not a movie that is, like, for everyone. Um, 
a lot of people just like don't really enjoy foreign films, which I think is goofy. Like, get over yourself. Like, read the subtitles. Y'all can watch anime, but you can't watch a foreign film. Anyways, um, so I'll just like share stuff like that on my story, and I'm never like thinking in the back of my mind like, oh, like this is gonna get out to a larger audience. I should gatekeep. I think that's stupid. I think it's genuinely stupid. I think the things I share, the artists that I share, and the movies that I share are things I, like, really care about, and I want it to get out as much as possible, and I want to be able to put it on a pedestal so people can see it. And if 99% of people don't enjoy it, or they... If 99% of people don't even go and, like, look at it or watch it or stream it, okay. And if that out of that 1% that does, if 99% of them don't enjoy it, if there's still, like, 1% of people that like it, I'm like... Challenge complete. Challenge complete. So, I think that hmm, gatekeeping can be good in some circumstances, but overall, I think it's bad. So, why did I I just worded that like it was an essay? In some occasions, referring to citation 4.3 in the syllabus. Like, shut up. Shut the hell up. Um, but should I just like not uh, ungatekeep a bunch of artists that I like right now? Let's do it. I really have been listening to, um, wait, da, 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 da. I keep pressing a button on my microphone that I did not know existed, and it just did something. A light turned off, and I'm very paranoid. I'm very paranoid that this is not working. So, anyways, um, I'm really enjoying Blade. Love me some Blade, Echo 2K, Olive Drain Gang. Um, I've always kind of enjoyed them. Uh, Young Lean, really love Young Lean. Have been a stand forever. That is what, oh, ooh. That is an artist that I want to gatekeep, okay? So here's the thing. Here is the thing. Wait, I'm actually going to get so mad. Okay, I need to take a breather, and then we're going to get, I'll, I'll get into why I want to gatekeep Young Lean. And, and you, a lot of y'all probably don't know who he is, but you will know one of his songs because it blew up on TikTok. We'll get into that right after this quick break. So ever since 2014, I have been, let me get the dates right, because I don't want someone to fact check me and be like, you fake fan, you're a liar. Let's say 2015 to be safe. Ever since 2015, I have been, now, I, now I'm second guessing myself. Now I think it's 2016. Ever since 2015, I have been a super huge fan of Young Lean. He is a Swedish rapper. Um, he at first was kind of like clowned because his musical style and the way he raps. Well, first of all, he was like a kid when he started rapping or like a like young teenager. So he sounds very like it sounds very unpolished and very SoundCloud rapper um, like, typical SoundCloud rapper, like, what you would imagine, like, kind of mumble rappy. But the thing is, this man has had such an impact on modern-day rap. He has inspired, like, so many artists, and they sound like the way they sound because of him, and no one ever gives him credit. He is such a, like, niche... He, he, he started so many, like, styles of music. So there's, like, cloud rap, which is... Um, Juice World's kind of like genre almost that was very much influenced by Young Lean. There's so many artists that were like incredibly influenced by this one guy. Now he's never had like crazy mainstream success. His albums like are very popular like within his fan base and within like the 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 the, the type of 
the side of music that uh, that we're abandoning that sentence. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Um, he's never like been on the radio is what I'm trying to say. But however, I think it was four months ago he had a song. I don't know the audio. It's like bitches come and go, bruh, but you know I stay. This was one of his classic songs from I want to say 2016. That's called Ginseng Strip. And it blew up on TikTok. It actually became, I think, the number one audio being used on TikTok. (sighs) There is something so horrifying about having one of your favorite songs all of a sudden be completely bastardized and being used for, like, a TikTok trend. And this never happened to me because there was there's very few artists that I care about like that, like I do Young Lean. And so when it finally happened to Young Lean, I freaked out because I always thought, oh, my God, if he ever has a song that blows up on TikTok, I'm going to throw up for like a week straight. And it happened. So the videos being used as audio were I, I honestly don't think I could think of a worse trend for this audio. It was like. Literally couples doing a thirst trap like they like the girl would be in the bra and the guy would be like shirtless. They'd be like literally an inch away from each other's face. Be like, but you know, I said it made me want to run it for hours on end. Like that's the, the way the craziest part is like the line right after. Like it's not a fun romantic song. Like the thing about when songs blow up on TikTok is you completely lose all the context of the song and the artist so people are hearing like this one line and that's all they ever like experience from that one artist the literal lines after that is like got my balls licked by zoe deschanel looking like a the drug that starts with c addict razor blade to your head it's not like a fun like "Ah, i'm gonna make a thirst trap with my relationship partner <laughs> it made me so mad. Now another time this happened was there was um a comedy special that was very much well liked. Uh it was called Inside by Bo Burnham. It was recorded throughout 2020 to 2021. Um and basically it was all in Bo Burnham's house. He's a comedian and it's a collection of like songs and skits and stuff. Um it's on Netflix. I highly recommend it. I love it. I love it so much, you guys. I'm not going to gatekeep that. However, <sighs> I'm going to be sick. I'm actually going to be sick. I'm making myself so upset for no reason. Um, It blew up. A few songs from it blew up on TikTok. Okay? I need water. I'm actually, I'm so mad thinking about this. I can't believe I've never talked about this before. This <sighs> So, there's a song in it where he just sings about Jeffrey Bezos. I am sure you've heard it. It's like CEO, entrepreneur, born in 1964, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Bezos. The the song, if you watch Inside, it's very critical about like capitalism and how capitalism benefited during the pandemic. Um, how Jeffrey Bezos and billionaires are literally insane and should not exist. Um, how Amazon is exploiting like it touches on themes of that. Very nihilistic, very anti-capitalist. 
and they actually have meaning. It wasn't it wasn't him just singing about Jeffrey Bezos for fun. Like he didn't wake up and be like, today I'm gonna write this song. Well, he did say, Today I'm gonna write this song about Jeffrey Bezos, but it was for a reason. Okay. So it became a trend on TikTok. And what happens when songs become trends on TikTok? People just ignore the entire meaning of the song. So the trend, or at least what most people were using the song for, was showing like how they grew up. They'd like show a picture of their a picture of them and be like, CEO entrepreneur, they show a picture of themselves. Born in 1964, they'd like change and be like, oh, actually, I was born in 2001. <laughs> and like put a picture of, I don't know, of like them as a baby or something stupid. And then they'd show like them now and be like, oh, look at me now. Th- this is now a thirst trap. I now have abs, but I used to be a prepubescent toddler. It's like, okay, we get it. But it. <sighs> that was another time when I really just wanted to gatekeep the crap out of that. And I remember having conversations with. Like, friends. I mean, like, this is actually peeving me off so much. I want to scream. This is such a dear piece of media to me. And it's being spread around for funsies with reckless abandon. So. (sighs) They. This was the the Young Lean and the Bo Burnham situations were the first time where something I very dearly cared about uh, was just blown up on TikTok. But I I forgot that this happens all the time to people. And especially with like artists, it doesn't even have to be smaller artists, honestly. You'll see this a lot with Harry Styles and Taylor Swift. Um, They might have like newer songs that aren't like exactly like One Direction songs or Taylor Swift's like popular hits. But you'll see they become a TikTok trend and everyone in the comments will be like, oh, do not use Harry's audio. And they're like very much gatekeeping the audio there. And it never occurred to me like, oh, they probably care about those Harry Styles songs as deeply as I cared about cared about like Young Lean or um, Bo Burnham. So I guess it's all about perspective. It really did give me some perspective. I was like, damn, like it can really happen to anyone, huh? No one no one is safe from having their favorite artist be be blown up on TikTok. So very annoying. Very not fun. But at the same time, I will not gatekeep. I will not. I think it's good to share around media, songs that you like, movies that you like, TV shows that you like. Um, as long as people are able to experience it in like the proper context, they're able to like fully see it the way it's meant to be heard or seen, not like a 10 second clip from the middle of the song to like being used with a completely off topic video or not like a clip from a movie being like, ah, look at, look how stupid this is or something like that. I think we should all, we shouldn't ever like gatekeep as long as there's the chance that it can be spread around properly. And that's why I really hate that part of TikTok. I really hate audios. Y'all, I if I could if I was one day, if I was Elon Musk and just decide, hmm, I'm gonna buy TikTok, the first thing I would do 
the first thing I would do to TikTok is remove the sounds feature. I think that it has become such a cop-out for original creativity and also just overall, like, is abused for views. So if you have seen my TikToks, I just upload it and I, I don't pick a sound or anything. It just says, like, Ben of the Week original sound. Okay, oh my god, I could go on a full rant about this. So on one hand, when you have an original sound, it's very annoying because you'll just have random people duet and they'll like <laughs> they'll like duet it with like a video of like a Fortnite character like twerking or something, like an Among Us character two Among Us characters making out, something like that. Like just for funsies. And it's like power to you, but also it's kind of annoying. Um, but I also don't care. But it's like what like <laughs> it's 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 so just like cringe when you like click on the audio and like all you see is like two among us characters making out so i would remove the sound feature so that that can't happen but also there's so many so many content creators that solely rely on having audios to make content and i feel like on one hand it's 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 interesting to see a social media platform where you can like have an entire career and you can fully be a creator and not even have to like say a word. People can like not even know what your voice sounds like. You can really just dance. But on the other hand, I feel like that kind of waters down a lot of creativity. And like a lot of people that are so reliant on using audios for their content are very creative people, but it's just so much more tempting to use an audio and just follow blindly follow a trend then actually like come up with like your own original type of thing. And it's like all these trends started from one person who went out of their way to try something new um, for the mo most part. I guess now like a lot of audio trends are like bankrolled by like record companies. So they're not like authentic. It's like some marketing department being like, hmm, how can we get this new Bebe Rexa song to really spread around? Let's have people show their age and then what they look like now. That'll really blow up on the TikTok, but I would remove audios because I don't know. I just, I feel like it's the weakest link on the TikTok app. And I feel like a lot more like fun creativity could come from it if that didn't exist. I mean, like Vine didn't have audios and look at it now. Now I'm not saying you shouldn't be able to use copyrighted music. I, th I actually think that is one of the most like genius and best parts of tiktok is how you can be fully creative with like almost any copyrighted like sound like that is very hard to do on youtube or other platforms but like i think you should still be able to have your own music but i think the whole idea of being able to press the audio and seeing all the other videos made with it is so stupid like it spawns utter songs from hell like literally lucifer was in the studio when songs like I'm mad at Disney or like create like songs like that. And that one where it's like the drums, like, and it's like guitar. And it's like, that is an abomination that needs to cease to exist. <laughs> These songs that are just thrown in the back of a video because people are like, mm, I just made it like people who have never made a TikTok before. Like, mm, I just made a TikTok. Let's use this audio. For no reason, like no thought behind it or anything. They just put it in the background because why not? I think it's actually suggested by the app. I think if you've never made a TikTok before and you just upload a video or you're like about to upload a video, it'll like automatically add a sound to it, which is so bonkers to me. It, I think that's one thing that really bothers me about TikTok is how much interference TikTok itself has with like your own content. 
I think it should be fully like they should give you the tools but never force it upon you. But that's very much what you see on TikTok. They're like, let's automatically apply this filter to your video. Let's automatically like put this song on it. That is crazy. That's insane. I'm actually going to be so mad. <laughs> this my blood pressure this episode has been skyrocketed this entire wow anyways that's about all the time we have today i <laughs> uh, hope you enjoyed this episode please let me know your own personal drama stories using the hashtag on twitter drama mama podcast we'll be doing an episode very soon where i read your guys's drama and give you some advice um Make sure you follow me on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, at Ben of the Week. And if you haven't already, please rate this podcast five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It helps a ton. Um, and I'm I, I, I'm really glad you guys are enjoying this. I was so scared that when we switched to a different name and stuff, all y'all be like, okay, bye. We want to see you die. We want to see I almost died stories. We want you near death every single week. But y'all came back, and I'm eternally grateful for y'all. I say y'all come back. You never, you never went anywhere, and I knew that was gonna happen because I trust y'all and I love you. So I'll see you next Wednesday, next Sunday on YouTube. Hopefully, sorry, I've been like slacking on my YouTube grind. I'm sorry. Um, I love you all so much. Take care. Better the week. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.